Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Oh, 13 oh, oh. indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crypt. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings. Or perish. Raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, in Helen Kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time It's a fixed Tuesday, another news day Northeast, west, southwest Not here to confuse the day Just diffuse the way uh, Another tips and tricks Tuesday Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Intelligent listeners, none better you find The spiraling vine like the kundalini snake inside My spine enlightened mind, yeah the light bulb shines All night like Motel 6, no tricks, no gimmicks I kick real life, no skits, that's it This is H.J. Generator, Operator, Destroyer, the T 
out there in radio land, cyber land, <clears throat> excuse me, this is uh, Brother Jamal, back for another rousing episode of Tips and Tricks Tuesday. Have the pleasure again to sit in for Blackwater the Meta Magician. Uh, today is Tuesday, December 27, 2016. This is the last Tuesday of 
the year 2016, the last broadcast of Tips and Tricks Tuesday of the year 2016. So I want to express how thankful I am to have been extended the offer to get on here and participate in the First World Order platform and establish platform established on the grounds of scholarship. And uh, so I take it as an honor to be allowed to, one, to be a part of this platform, and two, to talk to you, the people, the elect, the 144,000, the the ones who are laid down at the foundation of the earth who will rise up, the first who became the last who shall become first again, the awakened ones, the illumined ones, the enlightened ones, the gods, the fallen angels, the Christ people, the Nagas. We can go on and on and on. All of them, all of those names, you are, we are. So it is a privilege to be able to communicate with you in these glorious times that we find ourselves in. I ask that you bear with me this evening. I'm fighting off, excuse me, a little bug. So um, if my voice teeters a little bit here and there, and I have to uh, break it up or uh, clear it, please uh, bear with me. But uh, I was really excited to be able to do this one tonight because I think we're going to, we got us a good, good broadcast this evening. We're going to go in for the the long haul, at least by our standards. You know, typically we 90 minutes to two, two hours with our broadcast. And I don't know, we might still be within the same time frame, but I got a little extra here. Because uh, there were so many things were coming to my mind this week. Uh, <clears throat> Brother Gino from Houston, I talk with quite often. He asked me, "So, how do you determine what you're going to, you know, talk about?" And I was telling him how, you know, you have the logical um, side of your mind or your brain that is like, you know. Uh, I'm going to talk about this next week and blah, blah, blah. And then as the week goes on, uh, and things unfold, your spirit starts unveiling and unfolding what you want to talk about. And it normally comes like towards right before it's time to do the show, like maybe two days beforehand or a day before. And now I'm trying to catch up with technology, so uh, <clears throat> I'm a, I like to write, you know, literally write things down. But I'm learning. I got this phone with me. When I'm out, you know, to jot something down 
on my little notepad on the phone. Therefore, I don't have to lose my thought by the time I get to where I can write it on paper. So I just started just taking the whole broadcast, and I'll outline it on my phone. So <clears throat> I'm trying to catch up with the with the new age, with technology and everything. But uh, like I said, this is the last broadcast of the year, so I felt that we needed to, we kind of need to go in tonight. We we kind of need to go go in this evening. Not like we don't always, but we really need to go in tonight. We need to break some stuff down. Um, before that, want to take care of some housekeeping. We need to first recognize the visionaries of this platform. That's Dr. Eileen Bay, his queen, Kadira L. Bay. Recognize them for their foresight to have such a platform uh, and for the work that they do uh, for this movement, this movement of enlightenment and higher consciousness. Because people get worn out, <clears throat> people get bogged down, people deal with a lot of negativity, and it is a labor of love to pursue such a path. So we need to recognize <clears throat> people who are in the journey and who are uh, fighting the quote-unquote good fight. You need to go to DrEileenLBay.com. Check out all of the the multitude of products that are geared towards basically your enlightenment, our enlightenment, the resurrection of Christ within each and every one of us. And they're addressing that from herbs all the way up to literature. Right now they got a sale going on First World Order. That's a 419-page book that Dr. Eileen produced, uh, <clears throat> and uh, he's got it on sale right now. I think it's $65. Look him up on Facebook, Hilly Wings Institute, or go to DrEileenLBay.com so that you can reach out to them and get that book and some of the other products that they have available. Why? Because you are the scientist. You are the God. You don't need so much leadership as you do a little tutelage so that you can take those tools and mechanisms and services and then go and apply them in your life as you see fit because although we collectively uh, address each other on this path, Make no bones about it. It is still a lonely path. It is one that only you can walk by yourself. So look for tools that can help you along your path versus looking for personalities and uh, semi-cults and groups or whatever that you need to align with because you like something about the head person. What's what I like about aligning with the First World Order family is it is built on tangible results. It's built on 
hardcore scholarship, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm about. So go to dralineelbay.com, check it out. If you have not checked out Semi Twai, uh, Wachita Semi Twai class every Friday at 7:30 Eastern Standard Time, 6:30 Central, then you're missing out. <clears throat> Last week's class was off the chain. Blackwater broke down some intricate information about, and you know, I've talked about stress and things of that nature, how it affects us, but he went in depth about it last week and went into in-depth mechanisms for counteracting these things, what type of water you should drink, even down to brushing your teeth. Uh, so <clears throat> you want to reach out to him and make sure that you get linked up with this class. Uh, there are only a few more left, uh, but still, uh, you can get in there and <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, get you some information that again is going to empower you, I self law and master to empower you to further move along in this path of your godhood. You can reach out to him at 12thdensityproductions.com. I know I've told y'all often, I can't spell worth a damn. So I have to always look at 12th to spell that part. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me see. 12th. 12th is T-W-E-L-F-T-H. That's T-W-E-L-F-T-H. F-T-H, Density Productions at yahoo.com. Okay? Reach out to the brother. You can also reach him on his cell phone at 336-254-7418. This class basically covers it all. Okay? How to uh, go in depth as far as uh, <clears throat> controlling your own energy utilizing the energy that is latent inside of you and maneuvering it so that it becomes uh, productive for you. Reach out to the brother and make sure you get in on that class this week. Now, also, I'll say this, if you want to holler at me about anything, it's, you know, my email is uh, hjrobinson360 at gmail.com. And uh, you can check out my YouTube. It's called The Gnosis. That's G-N-O-S-I-S. I put up a few brief videos from time to time just to kind of spark your thought uh, in different areas. So now... Let's get down to the business at hand. Tonight's topic is called, or is, The Purge of 2016, Rise of the Black Illuminati. The Purge of 2016, Rise of the Black Illuminati. Now, what, what in the world is all this about tonight? 
I'm gonna ask y'all just to bear with me. If I'm if I'm jumping around and if I'm all over the place, um, which I'm gonna try not to, but if I do, then just you know, just stay with me because it's all gonna tie in. Everything, everything is everything. I need to make this public service announcement. I made it before. I need to make it again. Blessed are those who read, <coughs> as is found in the revelations in the Bible. Blessed are those who read. Can't stress enough the importance of reading. Reading. One of the downfalls of this industrialized and information-driven society we live in now is that <clears throat> if you're not careful, you can find yourself always seeking out the cliff notes. I think my wife said they got something new now called spark notes. I guess that's the new version of the cliff notes. But for my era, it was cliff notes. And I remember being in middle school or junior high, and I hadn't read a book like I was supposed to. And I had to answer questions about the book or maybe write something. And although I consider myself to be an excellent writer, there are ways of discovering when somebody's been bullshitting. And all they did was go and get the cliff notes. And when you've only read the cliff notes, you feel as though you walked outside in 10 below zero weather butt naked because you feel exposed. You feel exposed. Now, blessed are those who read because when you read, <clears throat> you get your own interpretation of things. Reading is a very spiritual endeavor. Because most of us don't actually talk when we read. It's a silent endeavor. So that means there's an inner voice within you that is talking. Reading is a version of meditation. It is silent contemplation. If you just really, if you ever pick up a book, and you start reading, you're really into it. Just If you can stop and catch yourself and really just look at yourself and, and, and observe yourself, you'll find out, I'm not saying nothing, but I'm hearing all of these words. That's the power of reading. That's why somebody who reads can always have a mental advantage on someone who doesn't. I don't give a damn how spiritual you say you are. If you're not taking time to contemplate, someone always has a leg up on you, especially if they read, because they're going to get a level of understanding that you want. Now, <clears throat> what am I getting at? And this is still on topic. We're talking about tonight's topic is the purge of 2016, rise of the black Illuminati. Call in 626-414-3535. Brother Jamal, 
sitting in for Blackwater, the Meta Magician, First World Order Radio is in the building. Now, when we're talking about a purge going on, you got a lot of people who you probably could identify as charlatans and pimps. And we say things like, look how they're getting over on people. Look how they ripping people off. Brother so-and-so has been taking people's money. This sister puts up a video. Brother so-and-so ripped me off. And it's normal for us to look at that person and say, look at that crook. Look how he did. But we need to step back for a second and analyze things. As old saying says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And most of us get fooled over and over and over again. One, because we don't like to read. See, when you don't like to read, it sets up a mentality that filters over into several areas. That means you don't like to read a contract before you sign it. You don't like to read a lease before you sign it. All types of things. And you leave yourself open for the charlatans. We talk about the T.D. Jakes and the Creflo Dollars, but you got the same version in the quote-unquote, which I hate using this this, this term, but I'm going to use it for context, conscious community. You got the same type of characters who know how to preach to the itching ear, know how to say the things that you want to hear that make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, pandering to your emotions so they can slide back in and hit you for that paper. Same thing the preacher does. But We look at the preacher and we look at these people in the conscious community and we talk about these charlatans, these pimps. But who should we really blame? We should blame you and I. Because a pimp can't be a pimp unless he got a hold of work for him. So how do we work for them? By being lazy, not wanting to read not wanting to study on our own, want somebody to tell us everything. That is why they got this concept called the labyrinth. We live inside of a labyrinth, which is a maze. You have to find your way through the maze. No one can direct you through the maze. Nobody, only you. Because for each one of us, our maze or labyrinth is different. Although we may have the same cause, each one of us has to walk through our own separate labyrinth. So nobody can direct you through your path because it's, it's an individual one. So if you approach any knowledge with the mindset of, I want to be led like a dog, then then you're going to get what you asked for. You're going to get dealt with. So one thing I want to see 
more of us uh, leave in the year 2016 is our identification or association with people's personalities, our association with how they make us feel. Let's leave that in 2016, and let's look at the bare bones. Let's look at the core. Let's listen to what the message is. See, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad brought Malcolm X to the fore because he was not a great orator. Malcolm X was a master orator or speaker. Because there was an understanding that we are people who, we're very emotional, spiritual people, so we, things like a cadence in the voice, the ability to project, the ability to change inflection, all those things, he knew those were important. And someone who could master that art could get the message further. Well, now we are in an era where we have greater access to information, far greater access than they had in the 1930s, 1940s. So we should be more intelligent and a a more intelligent audience to where we should be able to have a more intentful, purposeful ear that can separate the wheat from the tare and hear what is the person really saying. Even if I was sitting in front of you with beige socks on and purple pants, a Nike shoe on my left foot and Adidas on my right, not matching, could you still just listen to what I was saying and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you jewels? Could you still catch them? Or would you be distracted by the fact that I looked like a damn circus clown. Let's ask ourselves these tough questions before we move into 2017. We need less gurus, less demigods, and we need more teachers. We need less followers, and we need more students. Understanding that the relationship between the teacher and the student has always been this. Educare. The teacher has always looked to educate, which means to draw out. Educare, to draw out. Moses was drawn out of water. The whole purpose, my mother was a first grade teacher. You don't teach people in the first grade for them to always be in the first grade and follow you. You are preparing them to go to the second grade, to the next grade. So we need more teachers and more students. And the teacher, his or herself, has to be a student as well. Because that's the only way 
that you have anything to deliver to people is the fact that you are in a constant pursuit yourself. So you're constantly sharing things that you are discovering. So I want to make that little public service announcement before we move forward with the purge of 2016, rise of the black Illuminati. Now, we're all familiar with that purge movie. I have not seen the latest one, election year, but I did see, I think it was the first purge movie. And if you haven't seen this, basically these people run around for, I think 24 hours or 12 hours, either one, and you can just get out. You can do whatever. And it's all about seeing who can survive throughout the purge. Kill people. You can maim, rob, whatever. It's just mayhem. Then at the end, you got uh, all these elite people are sitting in a, uh, I think if I remember this movie correctly, I think they're sitting in like some auditorium or something, and they, they've been watching all this. which they are mimicking the real uh, elitist practice of eliminating the useless eaters. Now, I want to take the purge concept, and I want to work closer with what it really means. To purge means to burn, okay? To burn means to purify. And to purify means to cleanse. Interestingly, purge, burn, purify, cleanse, all synonymous with the word sin. Growing up in the church, it was beat over our heads that the number one enemy was Satan, the devil, and he was the progenitor of sin, and that Christ had come to redeem us of our sins. Although you were also, we were also taught that the original sin we had nothing to do with. But we were still held responsible for it. So a negative connotation was built around the concept of sin, when in actuality the word just means to purify. It is the necessary path that we all must pass through. Sin also means the West. We talked about this before. The West. Now, if you look at your body astrologically, there's two ways to look at it. You can say that your head is the north, your feet will be the south. Your front would be the east, your back would be the west. The other way to look at it is that your left is the north, your right is the south, your front is the east, your west, uh, the back is, is west. 
either system, always the spine and the back are located in the west, which is the land of sin. Osiris is buried in the west. The west is synonymous with Amenta. Relative to the position on the globe, the people who the whole cosmos is waiting on to awaken, to bring on the final stages of this cycle, are located in the Western Hemisphere, the farthest west, i.e. America. If you don't know, I'll tell you, and if you already know, I'll confirm that the great quickening definitely is upon us. But that means that things must get worse. That's the purge. That's the burning. That's why they call, uh, you have the term, the, 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 the uh, phrase, the passion of Christ. Passion, pain, patience all mean the same thing. And it's all synonymous with the purging. The pain that has to be endured. The burning. They are all mechanisms of refining something. They are mechanisms of alchemy. Because we are in the final trimester of our gestation. Final trimester of our gestation. Now, the title is The Purge of 2016. What is 2016? Let's add it up. Two plus one is three. Three plus six is nine. As in nine months of gestation, or 36 weeks. But, so, 36 weeks is considered to be the time that it is safe for the birth to occur, or, you know, 36, 37. But typically, especially on a first birth, the baby is not going to come until at least the 40th week. Okay? Every new season that comes in, you don't experience the fullness of that season until around 40 days has passed. Summer begins on June 23rd, but when do the actual dog days of summer occur? Count 40 days from June 23rd and you're going to be well into the dog days. That's when the sun sun is really kicking. It is really hot. Winter officially begins on December 22nd. Count 40 days, which should be right around my birthday, and that's when you are starting to feel winter really kicking. So we see that 40 is very prevalent all throughout our existence. Now, 
What am I getting at? In the Bible, in Genesis, in seven chapters, they talk about, and I'm I'm using, this is inspired by Dr. Eileen right here. He talked about this in Dallas. How in the flood story, on the 40th day, the water broke. Let's look at Genesis 7 and 17. It says, the flood lasted 40 days on earth. The waters swelled. Listen to the terminology. Swelled. Lifted the ark until it floated off the ground. The waters rose, swelling higher above the ground, and the ark drifted away over the waters. The waters rose higher and higher above the ground to all the highest mountains under the whole of heaven were submerged. You're talking about a, a story of birth. Something is being birthed. So 2016, I don't know about you, but for me and my family has been a grueling year. And I remember my wife, the pain she experienced in the last trimester of pregnancy, and how painful uh, the, the birthing process was. And I find that mirroring what we have occurring on a macro scale. This year has been a year of gestation. Therefore, the 40th week represents 2017. And you add up 2017, of course, it equals 10. And 10 really is 1 plus 0, that's 1. So I want to give you a little motivation and inspiration for this upcoming year. This will be the year of wholeness, 2017. And I know every year people with all those cliches, they go around talking about this is going to be your year. Yeah, we're going to do it this year. And they, and they really, it's just a lot of times it's a lot of empty. And you know how I know that? Because I've done it. You know, oh, this is going to be the year. But in your back of your mind, like, uh, I don't see how nothing's going to change. But something strange is in the air. Something strange is in the air. Also, this is just another little tidbit. All numbers have mystical, several mystical meanings. Numbers are archetypes, okay? One thing about that number seven, which is a very prevalent number in many religious texts, is that seven, just like nine, denotes cycle. It has been determined that our lives move in cycles of seven. Your personality is pretty much fixed by the age seven. Fourteen, you're moving into puberty. Twenty-one, young adult. Twenty-eight, a little more seasoned adult. Thirty-five, you're moving and you're making that transition into another aspect of life. Forty-two, well, I can say for myself, I know in 2010, 
a, a cycle, a centrifugal cycle. You know, you got two ways that things spin. Things spin centripetal and they spin centrifugal. Now, centripetal is when things come together. That's order. But centrifugal, that's C-E-N-T-R-I-F-U-G-A-L, that's when things fall apart. And I know if we're going back and looking from 2010, definitely was a centrifugal cycle for us. People dying and all types of financial hardships and all types of crazy stuff going on. 2017 is the seventh year. Everything is lining up. Everything is lined up, and it's not just for me. It's for all of us. Because if it was not for you to hear this and to be encouraged by this, then it wouldn't have come to me to say it to you. Now, another thing I want to mention about time. I just got this book not too long ago called Philosophies of India. It's by Heinrich Zimmer. It's edited by Joseph Campbell. Now, Joseph Campbell is the is the brainchild behind Star Wars because that's pretty much who George Lucas leaned on for his uh, knowledge and mythology. One thing I've read in this book that's really grabbed me is a section called Valor Against Time. And what it's talking about is a lot of times, you know, there's two two schools of thought in in uh the Hindu world of time being uh manipulated by one's will or one's valor. And then there's the other school that says that everything just moves in cycles. You up one day and you down because your time ran out. That kind of blew me away because I think, and what they end up saying at the end of this section is that there are no clean lines between both camps. Both camps respect the other side viewpoint because both have a lot of validity. You know, you've been told all your life that you got to, you know, don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Well, sometimes you do need to give up. So sometimes you need to understand that it ain't your time. You're trying to force something to happen that is not within the season for it to happen. I'm a witness because I've done it. And I have experienced the frustrations of trying to rekindle a season that has already passed. But, but on the flip side, your ability to endure the downturn does speak to your valor or does elevate your godhood because all those cycles do occur. You are not a leaf that can be blown to and fro and just like, oh, well, I just give up because ain't nothing going to work right now. I just going to sit around until things start working. That's not the route either. So then it brings us back to that whole concept of the middle path. 
like uh, Kenny Rogers say, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. And that's something each one of us has to contemplate in our, in our own. That is nothing nobody can tell you. All I can do is just sit and listen to what you say and say, well, maybe. It sounds like maybe it ain't your time. It ain't your season for that. Or maybe such and such. So that's just something to think about. Now, because you are pushing along this path, no matter where you are in the cycle, you always are going to be protected to stay afloat because you are pushing for understanding. That becomes your cloak of protection, your sincerity. Ain't that the Bible him and famous, my sincerity is my credential? I'm a witness to that. Something just make sure we just get it just enough just to just to hold on. Because I know the cycle has come back around. It's, it's showtime. Some things going on down here in Texas, you know, different things, talking to people, and I know that the cycle has come back around. We also know, too, that because we're on the God frequency, we do have a certain degree of ability to overcome the cycle, which we talked about that when we talked about the mysteries of time. That is part of the path. You are locked into these cycles of time, and which is the maze, which is the matrix, which is the labyrinth, with the duty of finding out how to pierce time to where time does not control you anymore. But time controls you as long as it is supposed to to get and extract what you're supposed to take out of it. Because if we could just tap out at any time, then we would not extract the wealth of wisdom that we're supposed to get out of being actually temporarily trapped inside of this wheel. The wheel is not really your enemy. The wheel is your sharpening tool. Sharpening your tool because you are the black Illuminati. You are the black Illuminati and the cycle has come back around, it's time for you to rise. And different things have been occurring and have been propagated to try to thwart your rise. Because that is the most feared thing in the, <clears throat> in the world. Your awakening and your rising. And that is why you'll have people put out to, to argue and entertain you and all types of different things that don't really contribute to your illumination. Anything to get you looking to the left, get you looking to the right and not looking down the middle. So with that said, I think it's key that we remember that every time 
a new piece of technology is introduced. It is a renewal of domestic war. What does that have to do with the topic? Every time a new piece of technology is introduced, it is a renewal of domestic war. Why? Because technology is a domestic tool for warfare because every time it improves, its goal is for your own intellect to devolve. They got this, they've been running these commercials uh, back to back uh, about this whole this new Google thing. Ask Google. Google, what sound does a whale make? You know, Google, <coughs> this and that. So you don't need to go and grab a book. You don't need an encyclopedia. Just ask Google. It'll tell you. Or Siri. What about this, Siri? What about that? Ask Siri. You don't need to go and hunt for it in the library. You, need to, you don't need to go to the read some articles online. Just ask. Who needs to think? I remember my senior year being in class and they came in talking about uh, how cars would be able to drive themselves and some idiot was like, oh, that's cool. I won't even have to even think about it. I looked and I said, don't you get it? That's the whole point. That's the travesty of it. And there's a little Asian professor from the computer department, and he said, yeah. And he was, he said this with no reserve. He said, yeah, our goal is for the computer's intelligence to outpace human intelligence. No one in the class was bothered by that but me. They all think, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. <clears throat> until you look up and you realize you are completely locked down. <clears throat> but I don't even think that the way things are going, people will even have the ability to look up and realize they're locked down because it takes a degree of awareness to know that you're not free. Most people don't even know that they're slaves. So, that is one way to not only thwart the rise of a black Illuminati, it's also a means of keeping the Europeans asleep. Because we know from world history that hell, they fought a, they fought a war for 100 years. That says enough right there. To fight a war for 100 years I, I can't even realize staying that mad. I mean, it's hard for me to, you know, you got to really do something terrible for me to stay mad at you for 100 days. 100 years? At what point? Just, you know, at some point, nobody said, man, I'm tired. My feet hurt. 100 years. So they do some of the most heinous things to each other. So you just don't want melanated consciousness to rise. 
the whole world's consciousness needs to be frozen because all of that contributes to a rise of a black Illuminati. Just some things going on in media I want to bring to your attention. Once you go and check out Tiny House Nation <clears throat> on the A&E Disney ABC Network. Now look at all these names. A&E Disney ABC, which also is ESPN, might I add. See how everything is a fraud <clears throat> in this society. You had this whole Sherman Antitrust Act in the late, I think it was 1875, I think. And this was about, you know, fighting against monopolies. If this ain't a monopoly, look at this. A&E, Disney, ABC, ESPN, all one conglomerate. Then you've got Tiny House Hunter, which appears on HGTV which is another uh, monopoly, this conglomerate. What's interesting about these two is that they're pushing this agenda, convincing people of how cool it is to live in a little tiny 300-square-foot, two- to 300-square-foot home. Y'all, excuse me one second. Sorry about that. You're dealing with this little bug, this little cold. So, yeah, you, you, you put out these, these shows, and this is how you know, although they appear to be different networks, they all have one agenda. And that agenda is... Not only, we always think it's just all about us. So all the attack is just on the melanated But Really? They got a trick for the pilgrims. They're encouraging the pilgrims that they need to go back to living like prisoners, which is how they, they originally came to America as prisoners, indentured servants, slaves, the original slaves. They're convincing them because ain't no black people going out here buying no 300-square-foot home and paying, you know, $33,000 and or thirty five or they have one couple. Well, our budget is 150000 and if we get the house with the land, it should bring us $50,000. That that's not our reality, not for the most of us, you know. <clears throat> I ain't going to say all of us are destitute and poor. But then that's just not, we don't even, most of us don't think that way, at least not, not a majority, not yet. So that's, that's developed for them to convince them that it's cool to live in a damn jail cell. So you got a media monopoly to push a common agenda. And it's two agendas. One, you're talking about what, as it involves, uh, well, the basic survival of the Neanderthal. And I'll explain that. And uh, it's a fighting going on amongst the elite to control 
and the uh, the development and production of melanin. All these things come back to a common denominator. They figure he or she who controls the melanin has the greatest pathway towards the future. And what you see is a degree of them going back to their roots. Like I said, they came here as prisoners, indentured servants, and slaves, and they need a certain part of their population to go back to being willing prisoners, willing slaves. When they produce all these uh, so-called tragic events, not just in America but around the the, the, uh, world, what is always the next step? How are you going to protect us? The dumb sheep will say that. How are you going to protect us? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll lock you up in your house. Oh, thank you. I feel so much safer. Those people don't think. Let's move on to movies. In keeping with this old Neanderthal thing, it's interesting that there's so many troll movies out now. You got the trolls, then you have another troll movie coming out on Netflix. Uh, You have the movie Angry Birds, which is similar to the troll thing. Now, all these things represent the Germans, the Nordics, the Vikings, the Goths, the Vandals, that whole intermingled family there of Europeans. Now, this group came down and invaded the original Aryans. Now, we've been taught from popular, uh, through popular assumption that the Aryans are these uh, Germans that, that Hitler was so uh, driven to restore. The original Aryans <clears throat> were Kushite. You get the book. Uh, wonderful Ethiopians in the Kushite Empire by Drusilla, Drusilla Dungy Houston. And she explains that, that the original Aryans were not some skinheads or some uh, wolfback Germans. They were actually melanated people from in this Kush. These warlords came down and overthrew them and assume the name of Aryans. Well, you see a call going to return to this more brutal and vicious style of European. 2013, you had the movie The Crudes come out, glorifying the caveman, which is like a 21st century version of the Flintstones. Now, look at the other part of this, too. Both of these movies are rituals. They're rituals in several ways, but one is that they propagate the idea that they are ancient and that they are primitive. I don't think of primitive in the connotative sense as primitive being like slow or uncivilized. Yeah, there's that, but primitive, the true meaning of primitive as in prime, it is first. So when you take something back and you do all these movies about 
<clears throat> primitive caveman and you portray yourself as being that, you're saying that you're first. So this is subliminal. I don't know about you, but in your, I'm sure around y'all cities you've noticed this influx of these CrossFit fitness centers, CrossFit. Now, a lot of these CrossFit people, that's where they go in and it's <clears throat> really grungy looking. They usually take an old garage or something. They got them everywhere, CrossFit Dallas. CrossFit North, CrossFit East, they're everywhere. And it's this whole grungy setup and limited equipment, just a bunch of primitive-looking things, and they they uh, propagate <coughs> something called the paleo diet. Paleo as in paleolithic man, as in caveman. And you see a lot of these dudes now with the long hair, the ponytail, the long beard. Now, <clears throat> you can look, go back and look at any of your Nordic Viking pictures, and this is, the, this is what they're hearkening to. So there's this agenda has been put out that you were your most virile and your strongest savage version of yourself were, was when you were, you know, when you were these Viking warriors when you were these Nordic warriors, the god Odin, you know, uh, Thor. It's a hearkening to, to bring out this, this nostalgic sense. They're wearing the garb and the names. They're practicing certain rites of ancient Kemet. as they're looking to rekindle their primitive savage beginnings. They're trying to merge different, anything they can that's from anywhere around the globe, merge it all together. At the same time, they're trying to go back and rekindle some type of more uh, although savage, but stronger version of themselves to try to sustain themselves and not get wiped out. All that stuff Francis Cress Wilson talked about in that book, Isis Papers, is true. It is a fear of a genetic annihilation. All lines up. Also, if you notice with a lot of interior decorating, have you noticed this whole thing about this rustic look? You got to think, sit and think sometimes. Rustic. What does that really mean? That's a dog whistle. See, a dog whistle is something where you, you say something without saying it. Like when they say urban crime, they're talking about black people. Urban, urban unemployment. Oh, they're talking about these Negroes who are living off of us, sucking up our tax dollars. Those are dog whistles. So when they hear this rustic look and it's everything looks like, you got to look at the period that is being displayed with the, uh, 
the decor. A lot of it is, is uh, late 19th century uh, metal iron beds, or you're talking about early 20th century. Well, what was going on in the late 19th century, early of 20th, 20th century? You have the <clears throat> um, so-called Emancipation Proclamation, Freedmen's Bureau, or uh, the uh, I can't think of the word Reformation, which was quickly destroyed with Jim Crow, and you had a period of time that may have been worse than actual slavery, Jim Crow in America. So if you are looking to have this decor that marks that era, then it is subliminally saying, I want to go back to that period where you people were in what I felt was a more palpable condition for me, more tolerable for me, when you knew your role, when you people knew how to act in the presence of a genteel white woman. These are dog whistles. So we know Trump is a clown, but he's preying on that that innate driving and fear that lives within this population when he says, make America great again. So take make America great again and put beside it rustic look. See how something so harmless actually is aligning with something else that's a lot more heinous because they're both the same things. You must pay attention to language, how things are coded. Now, just uh, another thing I want you to think about, this is kind of off, but it's on topic. Have you noticed Wayfair, all these commercials about Wayfair? Wayfair has just what I need. They'll send you furniture and everything to your house. Amazon will send everything to your house the next day. The next day, we'll get it to your house. Now, think about that. I want you to think about the tiny houses. I want you to see how, how you can forecast. I convince you that it's cool to live in a jail cell, a self-imposed jail cell. And then, because of, I know that as technology increases, I know that your ability to critically think decreases. Now I'm going to tell you how cool it is for you to order everything and have it delivered to your house. Because along with intelligence decreasing, people's activity decreases. We have less and less human interaction. Therefore, we interact more through social media than we do with actual old-fashioned picking up a phone, calling somebody, or just seeing somebody in person. You become a prisoner of your little domicile, your little home. 
uh, what better to contribute to your imprisonment than tell you I'll send you everything to your house. Pretty soon, there will be no grocery stores. It starts first with the fact that there's no real food left. Next, there will be no grocery stores, period. There will be no retail stores. Everything will be sent out to you. And what better way to control a population than to be able to cut off resources, cut off supplies. So that's something to keep in mind. <clears throat> and all of these things are mechanisms to control, ultimately, the rise of consciousness and a black Illuminati. I'm going to tell you very soon what the black Illuminati is and explain that. I talked about this earlier. We'll call this part of our talk, Signs of the Times. I talked about earlier these conscious battles. All these social media battle, battles. Keeping in mind that we provide the fuel necessary to keep all this mess going because many of us are looking for a leader or looking for someone who got all the answers. So we get caught into these different cycles. And then a lot of us just like entertainment. We like drama. So we kind of feed into this. <clears throat> but again, when you're talking about a purge, you're talking about a purge within ourselves as well. So a lot of these people who have to feed into all these battles and things, it's because they're running out of information or they never had any. They never really had anything productive to give you other than some drama, other than some chaos. And because this year is a year of purging, it is bringing them to a head. Because a baton is being passed. We got an angry baby. Uh, the baton is being passed. And when a season is coming to an end, nature gets violent. When a dog is, is, is suffering from rabies and it's on its last leg, it becomes insane. It goes around wanting to bite everybody. There's a fallacy of being boxed into history and groupthink. Debating over and over about history <clears throat> is nothing more than an endless cycle. We can debate on history, I mean, it's until, until the, the moon literally falls out of the sky. Because all we're doing is debating over, ultimately, 
different versions of somebody's story. And that's a tactic within itself to stall the rise of a black Illuminati. You get all these people sitting around debating about, well, no, in, in 1309, this is what happened. No, but in 1310, or uh, who was the first to invent tying shoes? No, we're going to come and we're going to debate about uh, my group was the first to invent how to tie a shoe, and we're going to bang on these beasts. And somebody else come back, we're going to have scholarship. And ultimately, the whole debate is worthless. You debating over stuff that don't even matter. Understand, all of these things are tactics to curtail the rise of the black Illuminati. The only thing that we should be using history for, I'm not going to say the only thing. One key thing we should be using history for is as a bridge to get us to the mystery. What's the mystery behind all of this? What is the ultimate, ultimate reality we were supposed to be getting to with our whole existence? What's the purpose of it? Why are we even involved in any of this? That's why you discuss the mystery. And the mystery is nothing to debate. The mystery is to contemplate, to understand, to experience. And you keep that in mind, then you start using that as a litmus test to go down the line and look at different, different things, different entities put in front of you, and you can tell... <sighs> Agenda, 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 agenda. There's a desperation going on. A desperation to find new converts, new followers. Which again says that we have to re-examine our fixation with leaders. Our fixation with leaders in 2016. So I want to pull up a, a verse <coughs> that is not often discussed because you got to be able to read the code to know what this means. And this is found in the book of Amos. You bear with me, I'm going to put this thing together. The book of Amos, and it's chapter 7, verse 8. And this is in regard to leaders. The Lord said to me, what do you see, Amos? And I said, a plumb line. Then the Lord said, behold, I am about to put a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. The high places of Isaac shall be desolated, and the sanctuaries of Israel laid waste. Now, I'm going to break this thing down to you like no one has ever broken this down to you before. That is a very, very powerful passage right there. I'm going to tell you why. Because the word plumb, the 
behold, I am about to put a plumb line in the midst of my people. Okay? What is a plumb line? You can go to the origins of English words, and when you look up the word leader, as in lead, which also is led, we know led and lead are spelled the same way, L-E-A-D. Lead comes from the same root as the word plum. Let me say that again. Lead comes from the same root as the word plum. And if my memory serves me correct, that word is, uh, I think it's M-Love, but it's spelled M-L. Let me find it. If you don't have this book, The Origin of English Words, you need to get it. Actually, I think that's one of the roots. I think the other one actually is the word, yeah, plumbum. But M-Love is the root of both plumb and lead. Now, if those two share the same root, and in Amos it says a plumb line, now let's just use our common sense. What do you have in your house? Running through your walls. You got plumbing. And what's the purpose of your plumbing? Your plumb, plumb line, brings in the water from a central source. And that central source then is made available to you to tap into via the plumbing or the plumb line. Now, if plumb is the same as lead, as in lead, then our quest for a leader means that what are you really looking for? You're looking for your own self because you are the plumb line. The only leader that you have is you because you have an attachment to the divine source. And uh, it's called the Axis Mundi. It's called Jacob's Ladder. It's called Kundalini. The Dejed Pillar. All these things are talking about the same thing, that plumb line. Now it says in this, in, the, in this passage, I will the high places of Isaac will be desolated and the sanctuaries of Israel laid waste. When you talk about alchemy, <clears throat> that is what your whole life is. Your whole life is that you have had a plumb line run into you from the divine source, and you are the waste. You are the putrefied waste. When somebody say you ain't shit, I mean, it really is true. You ain't shit. But that ain't bad. And let me reverse. You are shit. You are literally excrement. But if you look up excrement, you'll find that it shares the same root as the word Christ. If I'm lying, I'm flying. Excrement and Christ is the same thing. 
So when he says, I will lay you to waste, we're talking about alchemy. Alchemy is when something putrefied, well, something original decays, putrefies, and then is reconstituted and illuminated. That's what we're talking about. So there ain't no leaders but you because the lead or the plumb line runs through you. And in order for you to rise up, you must destroy. That means you must break down. Destruction is absorption. You have to absorb the nutrients from your food. That means you have to destroy the food. Go and read Amos 7 and 8. Go and read that, 7, 8 through 9. Then I want you to go and look up the word plumb. Then look up the word lead. And you're going to find they come from the same root. And you will get greater understanding, greater clarity for you moving forward. You are the leader. So people such as myself, as a whole first world order family, we are messengers. Messengers. We are lighters. Okay? You have the flint. You have the wick. We are hoping to ignite your wick so that your little light can shine. So now to the black Illuminati. In the early 2000s, you had all these different Illuminati videos coming out. Talking about, oh, somebody's throwing up the Baphomet sign and, you know, and he took a blood oath with the Illuminati and Jay-Z's down with the Illuminati and he put up the, you know, the the pyramid signal or symbol and all this. Well, a lot of this was based on misunderstanding of symbols. And although it was a start, it was a start because we know Steve Coakley was a pioneer in revealing how a lot of these elitists had formed this fictitious Illuminati, trying to mimic the real Illuminati. But there was a need to understand the symbols, which is where your Bobby Hennis come in. Took it another another step. And one thing Brother Bobby always said was that the government gave up all this information. Why all of a sudden was all this information thrown out about an Illuminati and all these sacred oaths and these people were down with the skull and bones and this and that? It was a means of distraction to convince people to stay away from their own magic. So they put out all this information about people who were fronting trying to be you to further convince you to not be you. The real Illuminati is listening in right now. 
you. You are the real Illuminati, the real illumined ones. That's all that means. Light bearers. The illumined people. That's you. Because you are the one who have who are in possession of the jewel or the jewels. You are the real jewels, the real Jews. And the cycle has come back around for you to reawaken. We talk about the mannequin challenge, all these different challenges, challenges. All it all of it comes down to thwarting the rise of the black Illuminati. I'm gonna give you an example of how things are turned around <coughs> backwards to get you to run from it. Let's take for example the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag is a very sacred symbol. Now, it has been sullied to get you to not want anything to do with it. But the Confederate flag is really your symbol. It's got an X on it, and it's got 13 stars. Christ plus 12 disciples. There go your 13 stars. You are the Christ people. There's an X on the flag. If you look at a pyramid from the top, the pyramid forms a big X, and in the middle is the dot or the capstone, the black dot. Also, when you look at the top of a pyramid, that's supposed to symbolize the nose of Anubis. And his nose, the actual point of his nose, again, is the black dot or melanin. And it is his nose that he uses to guide souls through the underworld because he's the god of intuition. All of that's encoded in that flag that you think is so evil because somebody else has taken what is yours and flipped it around so that you don't want nothing to do with it. Because they know that you are the real black Illuminati. And I need you to stay asleep and to not become aware of that. The story of the black Illuminati is wrapped up in a Superman story. Superman's original name is Cal L. Now, the root for the word penis and vagina is cow. Cow. Okay? So, there we go. We're talking about the pineal gland. Now, he comes from Krypton. Krypton is a Greek word that means cryptos. That means the hidden one. What is hidden? What does occult mean? That which is hidden. So Superman comes from an occult world. He is the Christ. Krypton itself has the atomic number of 36. 36. What's 3 and 6? 9. 2016. 2169. Further synchronicity and confirmation of where we at. 
I'm telling you, 2017, it's going to be on and popping. Get ready. Like they got that old T.D. Jakes uh, sermon, like, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm telling you, get ready. He comes from a green planet that was destroyed, which, again, is called Krypton. That green is his weakness. That Krypton is his weakness. And that Krypton represents the heart chakra. What's the lesson in that? No matter how strong you are, you must come to the crossroads of the heart. And the heart represents the crossroads of the seven chakras. You got three below and you got three above. Your heart chakra is the crossroads. Now look how your story has been hidden all around the globe. In Islam, there's a story of Al-Akhdar. And Al-Akhdar is the wise man who's dressed in a green robe that Moses and his servant meet at the crossroads. It's in the Surah Al-Qaq. And he basically tells Moses, you don't have the patience to contemplate what I have to teach you. And, and three times Moses questions Al-Akhdar until Al-Akhdar finally says, I told you, you know, I'm done with you. Because you are not, you don't have what it takes to, to know my wisdom. What he's saying is Al-Akhdar is the heart chakra. And the heart chakra led, you got to go and read this in uh, Surah 53. Can't remember the, the uh, ayat, but uh, <clears throat> basically there are three instances that uh, that Al-Akhdar and Moses were involved in where Moses questioned him. And after he dismissed Moses, he told him, well, I did this because this was going to happen. And I did this. All, each instance, it was because there was a greater, quote, unquote, good that had to come out of it. And that's why he moves in such a way. And that is your heart chakra. When you're moving in passion, when you're moving in purpose, you're going to go down roads that don't necessarily make sense. You're going to go places that don't logically look like they're going to work. You're going to have to lose some stuff. You're going to have to give up some stuff because your heart chakra is moving in divine purpose that ain't going to align with what you think or how you think things are supposed to go. Your heart chakra is the gateway to you becoming the black Illuminati. So Superman is weakened by green Krypton. That means he is always held in check by his heart. Al-Akhdar and Krypton is also symbolized by the green lantern. The green lantern gets his powers from a fallen meteor. There you go with your melanin story once again. Carbon. Now, Superman's colors are not chosen by chance. His colors are red, blue, and yellow. Now, here's what's interesting about these colors. No matter how you mix them up, they all come out dark brown. 
Now, red, you can mix with blue. You get purple. You mix the purple with the yellow. You get brown. Yellow is a composite of uh, blue and green. You take yellow and mix it red, you're going to still get dark brown. No matter how you mix the colors up, they're going to come back dark brown. What are they trying to tell you with the whole Superman story? Yeah, Clark Kent is a very pale Caucasian. Can't tell you right out who you are, especially in 1938. But if you do the math, you do the knowledge, you'll find out what's really hidden. You are Clark Kent. You are Superman. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What color does Snow White wear? Go back and Google Snow White and look at the color of her little dress. You'll see red, yellow, and blue. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The Seven Chakras. Red, uh, red, yellow, and blue. Again, it's a story about you. You are the black Illuminati. You are the subject of everything. Okay, you all right. You all right. You all right. Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry about that. Now, the same story of Superman. Because Superman came from Krypton. Now, listen to this. He fell from Krypton. The planet blew up. He was placed inside of a capsule and he fell down to earth. Does that story sound familiar? Lucifer's fall. As told in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel 28th chapter 13 verse. Thou hast been and eaten the guard of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. Now count these stones with me. The sardius Topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle. How many you come up with? I got nine. That goes to nine again, 360 degrees. And gold. All of those jewels were set in gold. Gold is honey. Honey is called melis or melissa. Mel, meli, melanin. The workmanship of the tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. When you hear covereth in the Bible, you're talking about the mind. And I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain. When you hear holy mountain, that's the mind. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. That's the kundalini. You have walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. That's your spine. 
where the kundalini travels up and down. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of the merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. See, now you're automatically thinking negative about sin. But sin, again, is not. Sin means purified. So if they just would have said, thou hast purified, it would have changed the whole thing. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain, and I will destroy thee. We know that destroy just means absorb. O covering cherub from the midst of the stones of fire, thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings. Okay, that's your story. Same story as Superman. Just worded a little different. You were on high and you failed. Okay? All a part of a cycle. Not because you're bad. Not because you offended God. Just because it was part of a cycle. You started to cycle when you wanted to know yourself. So you objectified yourself and separated yourself from the original source so that you could see yourself, and through seeing yourself, you could then illuminate yourself. So in order to see yourself, you had to fall away from yourself. That's your story. Now, in the midst, you had to extract something that was the lowest form of yourself. And that which you extracted is what serves as your number one oppressor now, aside from yourself, because you actually are your number one oppressor. We'll say your number two oppressor. And its job is to make it extremely hard for you to get your way back to where you came from. That's what the whole game is about, that you created. You designed it. That's the great Masonic secret. So now, and we're getting close to wrapping up, you have this whole fake news thing going on now. Let me show you how this thing works. Alex Jones, I stumbled across a video he had with that bag-faced Jordan Maxwell. Uh, and he's talking about how Mark Zuckerberg is trying to uh, give him grief on Facebook and saying he's not going to post his videos because it's, you know, the whole fake news thing. Now, make no bones about it. Mark Zuckerberg and Alex Jones and Jordan Maxwell are all on the same team. This is called a Hegelian dialectic. They create a scenario where it looks like they're at odds with each other. That whole fake news thing is set up for people like myself, Dr. Arlene, Blackwater, people who tell truth. You need to create this scenario where anyone who tells truth is considered to be a nuisance, persona non grata, a quack, 
a rabble rouser. This whole fake news thing is set up for people like us. Because they know that we're living in a world where people are not thinking and damn sure ain't knowing. Oh, God. This boy, I swear. Little girls ain't nothing like little boys. Little boys are, are, they are straight up chaos. So the whole thing of Illuminati itself is a dog whistle to talk about you. You are the Illuminati. So Jordan Maxwell and Alex Jones are always talking about, we're fighting against the Illuminati, and then Donald Trump, he's going to go against the Illuminati. That's a dog whistle. He's talking about you. They ain't talking about no Rothschilds. They ain't talking about no Bilderbergers or, you know, uh, Oppenheimers and none of them. They're talking about you. You are the Illuminati. Congratulations. You should be privileged. So just to wrap up, Signs that the great purge is going on. All these internet beefs between this and that personal group, the purge. Donald Trump and the heightened racism that comes along with it, the purge. More and more products geared towards surveillance, disguised as cool, helpful gadgets, the purge. Boom and new construction. Because they're using that construction to create a future for themselves. The purge. Gender wars. That's right. They created or continuing the gender wars even within the so-called conscious community. There is a gender war. The purge. Less and less real food available to eat. The purge. More and more water, air pollution, the purge. Schools becoming more like prisons, the purge. Overall intellect of society exponentially getting lower, the purge. And the greater the purge gets, the more the black Illuminati will rise and intensify. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially on and popping. And no, all hope is not lost. Quite to the contrary, everything is beautifully timed, unfolding as you enfold. Look in, not out, to find your answers. And I want to conclude with something, and this may sound like a stretch, but I was watching the Cowboys football game last night, and I thought about something. And no, this ain't nothing that was planned. This is something that came through observation, and to me, I would call it synchronicity. I would call this synchronicity. Cowboys have a running back named Ezekiel Elliott, who wears number 23. And they also have a star, young star quarterback 
who wears number four. Okay? Ezekiel, one way that you describe a person's ability to run in kind of sports slang is you say, oh, that boy got some good wheels on him. He got some wheels on him. He can run, boy. He can go. He is Ezekiel, and he has some good wheels on him. Some of y'all know where I'm going already. The book of Ezekiel opens up saying, Now it came about in the 30th year, on the fifth day of the fourth month, while I was by the river Cheber, among the exiles, the heavens were open and I saw visions of God. On the fifth of the month, in the fifth year of King Jehokin's exile, the word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel, the priest, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Cheber. And there the hand of the Lord came upon him. As I looked, behold, a storm wind was coming from the north. Evil comes from the north. A great cloud with fire flashing forth continually and a bright light around it, and in its midst something like glowing metal in the midst of the fire. Within it there were figures resembling the four living beings, and this was their appearance. Goes on to talk about their appearance. But we know the story is there was a wheel within a wheel. And each one had four faces. So what I thought last night, I said, wow, you got this boy Ezekiel Elliot, L, Ezekiel L, who, unbeknownst to him, symbolizes a return of some powerful force. And he's got those good wheels. That boy can go. He he broke a run last night and the the, the defender had an angle on him and he outran the boy. He had a the dude had an angle on him. And that's true speed. Those of you who know sports, who play sports. And I thought about it, I said, that's a sign for those who can see. A wheel within a wheel. A return of a Christ figure. He wears the number 21, turned around is 12, 1 and 2 is 3. The Trinity, the third piece of the Trinity being Heru, the Christ. He gets the ball handed to him from a quarterback who wears the number 4. 4 as in 40, as in 40 weeks where the water breaks. And the birth occurs. Four, as in the number of destruction. Four, as in control of the four elements. Signs and symbols. Make sure you are paying attention to signs and symbols. Because we need it. We need motivation to keep going. Sometimes it's little stuff. To give you confirmation that you're on the path and to stay strong. The lines are open, 626-414-3535. Congratulations. You are witnessing the rise of the black Illuminati. Brother Jamal, 
sitting in for Blackwater, the meta magician. Please excuse the noise. We got a full house over here. Sorry for my voice this evening, but uh, <clears throat> we made it through. But uh, if you got something you want to say or you got a uh, quick question or whatever, you know, holler at me. Lines are open, 626-414-3535. Press 1 if you want to chime in, and I'll bring you in before we get out of here. want to make sure that as the as our month and year are wrapping up that we're careful to release what needs to be released so that we can create an environment for us to harness some powerful energy in twenty seventeen. I just I don't know what it is. I just I just know <clears throat> that it's gonna be a year of some breakthroughs. It's gonna be some breakthroughs in twenty seventeen. I don't know how. It ain't my job to know how. It's just for us to know that that the season is afoot. The cycle is upon us. So um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like them old old Roberts shows. Expect a miracle. So y'all holler at me. What's, let me know what's on your mind this evening. What do you think about this black Illuminati thing? Well, hopefully I didn't put y'all to sleep. I know that was probably a little bit longer than normal. But I want to stress that you need confirmation from time to time as you're walking through this, through the valley of the shadow of death, you need confirmation that you should fear no evil. For you are with you. Your higher self is with you. And your purpose will be your ticket to pass through and get to the other side. Congratulations just for being at a point of incarnation where you're even on the quest. So, Sister Francis, what's the deal? The purplest. <laughs> I say, I say, great show. Um, I feel the energy. I know there's a vortex opening up here in the DFW, specifically in Arlington and Grand Prairie. Um, Mm -hmm. Met another sister this weekend who probably will be joining us. So I'm encouraged. I'm looking forward to 2017. 
I really am. No I doubt. Am. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. Great I show. I am too. Thank you. Thank you for always listening in and thank you for the work that you're doing to uh, spread your web uh, <laughs> and uh, connect. I tell you, that name is just where it's at, you know, um, connecting more like minds. So, uh, yeah, I, I share that sentiment, you know, some. We don't know what all it is, but we know something is. And something that, is know, about something to pop off. Yes. Mhm. Mhm. Without a doubt. So. Mhm. The birth is almost here. Mhm. Mhm. Well, we quiet tonight. We quiet. I, don't, I ain't here. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't, I don't know we ain't what's going too on much with chatter that. This is a great show. Great show. Great conversation. I appreciate it. I was, sometimes yeah. I don't know if you if you know you know lost your you know lost your people or you know, but uh I think I, I felt compelled that <clears throat> given that we're coming to the to the end of this year just to kind of recap some things and uh, reflect a little bit mm-hmm. and set the stage for um, what's to come. What's to come. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, like they say in church, if all hearts and minds are clear. And, uh, <laughs> and the Lord say the same. <laughs> right, right. You know, then, uh, they're gonna and everybody I remember when I was a little kid at right about that time I'd be thinking, Yes, please, I'm ready to go eat. <laughs> Good. Be happy to raise my hand up for that benediction. But um let's hear from uh Brother Gino. What's the word? What's the, what's the, oh man, you got it, brother, you got it. As uh, as always, man, you got show, it, man. Uh, trust me, man, you ain't putting nobody to sleep. I think we all just, just pondering here, yeah. pondering everything that you was just speaking on. And I think, too, man, we've all pretty much who's on this call, we've gotten to a point of of an understanding. But at the same time, we're listening because it's what you were saying about, you know, this timeline and just confirming things. So when you're not may not have callers calling in. It's not that you didn't you didn't board us at all, man. We just we just we, we pondering, you know. And mm-hmm. um but I but but when I say this to you I wanna I wanna ask you this and you were touching on it with your whole topic, you know, the purging of twenty sixteen, the rise of the black Illuminati. Uh I want mm-hmm. to get your take. I want you I want to get your take on uh, we know in the community, right? Right? You know, I mean, everybody's probably on. We know about mm-hmm. this with a lot of the uh, brothers and sisters, right? That especially brothers mm-hmm. that's on here going these back and forth battles and stuff, and things getting exposed, you know, and that. But in particular, too, on a, on another end of this, you got this whole Pizza Gate and all is going mm-hmm. on with Pizza Gate and the fake news 
uh, like I said, you're touching on it a little bit, man. But if 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 you know, uh, you know, go there, go there. Let us know, you know, what it is that that how you truly feel about you know all of that stuff that's going on. And if you could combine those two things, what what I mean, we know it's distractions too, but in these distractions, this is also revealing things as well. So if you could just touch on a Jamal man, uh, you know, that, that would be real good, you know. So okay. Well, anything that comes to the light is just something that's old that's been going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's nothing new on the sun, only that it was been forgotten. So let's just look at this. Mm-hmm. We know that the Catholic Church has been the number one pedophile ring in the world for the last several hundred years. Mm-hmm. And that these politicians answer to the Vatican. Okay? Mm-hmm. We also have evidence that as a culture, they have a reprehensible sex appetite. I got some very rare literature mm-hmm. called the Psychoanalytic Quarterly. I have the years 1942, 1940, 37, 38, and I think maybe 35. And one of them, they outlined a certain sex act among Caucasian men that dates back to the 16th century. Now, let's make sure we hear me clear. The 16th century, that's the 1500s. 1500s, yeah. Where where the male had a fixation with going and putting on the mother's clothing tying a belt around his neck, hang himself, and masturbate with the mother's clothing on. Hmm. Now, if you try to wrap your mind around that, you'll go crazy (laughs) to try to figure (laughs) out how could somebody even think to do that? So when a pizza gate comes out, is really not a surprise because they are notorious pedophiles and they just have a notorious reprehensible sex act. See, the whole idea Mm -hmm. of Darwinism is based on a misunderstanding of sex. The whole way that sex is taught throughout the Bible is based on a misunderstanding of its ancient spiritual power. And if you look at the Bible, it says it's okay for Adam to know her, which is talking about them cohabitating, but it was not okay for them to have knowledge of the tree of knowledge. Now, we're talking about two different types of knowledges. So they're saying, basically what they're saying is it's okay for you to procreate on an animalistic level, 
but it's not okay for you to cohabitate with an understanding of the intermingling of two energies and how to bring about a Christ reality out of intermingling these two realities, these two energies. That all spills over into their sex act because they have something that is beneath that of an animalistic expression of sex. All these things tie in together. Hmm. So the whole idea of your woman got to be super skinny, it's because I need you to look more like a child. Mm-hmm. Because that's what really revs my engine up. So then they come out and they talk about this Boko Haram and slave uh, child uh, sex trafficking and all this. You always point and shine light on things that actually reflect your nature to divert attention away from you. That is their M.O. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, nothing, there is nothing that they can come out with that is a surprise. But you got to ask yourself, why do they bring it out at this particular time? And then they link it up with this thing called fake news. Mm -hmm. Because they want to sully anybody who can decode. All that stuff that Bobby Hemmett, Phil Valentine, Delbert Blair, Francis Crest Wilson, Steve Copley, all the things that those people did, that is the purpose of this whole Pizzagate and fake news thing. It ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to do with the actual characters who are being put out there because there never was no... There never was... Um, any lack of knowledge on their level of all this stuff going on. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everything ultimately comes back to them people who really have the ability to see and who can decode what's going on. That's really what the whole Mm -hmm. fake news thing is about. Well, something else is targeted at uh, us. All right. Well, something else too, Jamal, is uh, a couple of years ago, we, as we all know too, you had the whole Penn State thing with Sandusky. Mm-hmm. That's what, what about just mm-hmm. five years ago? Well, I don't even know if it's been that long, but at least at least five years ago. No, I don't think so. And then we know we maybe we three. know this year, right? Maybe yeah, maybe even three. And they've really been doing that, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. but then too, just this year they had the Pope came, right? Mm-hmm. To to the Americas. Now we know about mm-hmm. in Moore's law, you know about how we know this is a co- you know a corporation. And so mm-hmm. I think Aline may have talked about this where um, the Pope basically kind of came over here. That was to say, hey, uh, y- y'all know I ain't down. You know this this is falling basically. I'm not co-signing this corporation stuff. So you talked about mm-hmm. this before about the infighting, you know. And I think that's what we're really seeing as when you talk about black Illuminati, as we're 
rising in consciousness and knowing who we are. They're falling, quote unquote, and that's that infighting that you see. And so that's how a sex trafficking, which we know been going on, but now mm-hmm. you're let you're letting it come out. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing. Back to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Along the same lines of this whole Rome involvement. Right. Who came out in November and announced that I'm conceding to Dak Prescott? <laughs> Tony Romo. Tony. <laughs> Tony Romo. Now wait, Rome. wait, and let's not let's not forget that is not his real last name. His real last name is Romero, because he's Spanish. Mm. He's Spanish. Tony Romero. Mm. He changed his name to Romo. Mm. Yeah, straight up. People wrong. forget this. Mm-hmm. Wow, so this is, I this didn't is know a that. Great, this is a great. This is a great point and observation by you, and 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 you didn't even know it, but yeah, his real last name is Romero. Mm. Changed his name to Romo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great, great. Well, there you have it. Everything, everything is everything, man. There you go. Everything is everything. That's right, Jay. There we have it. Well, anyway, man, I'm not going to hold you too much. I'm not going to hold you too much longer, man, but great job as always, man. Just keep up the great work, man. Keep up the great work. I I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you listening in and chiming in. No doubt, bro. Talk to you later, man. All right, peace. All right, man. So, everybody be encouraged. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on pushing. Keep on driving. Stay on your path. Don't be dismayed. I want to, uh, again, thank the First World Order family for allowing me this opportunity. Um, I want to thank my wife for supporting me. Thanks for my babies for just being, for just existing. And I want to thank my mama. Uh, I want to thank all of my compatriots here in uh, DFW area. Sister Webb, I want to thank the good brother Gino, Chris New, you know, some new, some new gods and new goddesses that I've met, Sister Trina, and and uh, wanna wish all of you uh, a peaceful and powerful end of 2016 and beginning of 2017. And just remember to stay down until you get up, and when you get up, stay down. Peace, and I'll see you in 2017. Break down the line. Break down the line. 
receive a mathematic attack The ass back with a ass while you blast at him so fast The trade ash him is mass, take those spray him, get cash The fit of the nigger, I figure my pockets with bump It's chilly in cities when your money's broke down to a crumb So handle me carefully, the edges right here I can't run Looking for frozen water, ass scorching under the sun The booth killer, the truth, the proof, never no spoofs The spook gorilla in suits, the tongue of venomous tooth Fools who choose to break rules and swim for sharks in the pool Flip paralyzed and they drew back to the lab of most school Rockin' Chris Parker grew root, don't like it, sorry for you Now tell me what you won't do, your boy's up in the room All the building, breaking down the lines And I am killing everything, moving every single time And I break down the lines I'm breaking down the lines Break down the lines Ferocious, I open this open, so notice the flow of a lotus who write and read copious, uh. Check my modus operandi, negro comprende, this MC's caliente. Anabolic anatomy, every angle is anarchy, absolute, never average. Be I'm a betting so handily, handcuff these dastardly things. I appear on the scene and wipe my plate clean. No, no, no leftover beans or chicken wings out of puffs. I squeeze cream, they greasy like Vaseline, so soft and feminine, skinny jeans and thumb rings and things. I mean, please, you guys, Nick Ludamine, creatine and protein, the abyss of protein, and I'm hoping this path will stop. But fret not, cause HJ's on the spot And I am killing everything, moving one single shot uh. Break down the line I'm breaking down the line 